Hello, welcome to the Wonder Women segment of the Maker Mom podcast. My name is Katie Freeman and I am your host of the podcast. Every week I bring you two episodes interviewing female non-binary makers of all kinds, telling you their stories, and also on Fridays I bring you Maker Mom interviews, other moms who are makers, and how they got into making and the hectic life of being a mom. This week we are on episode 9 of the Wonder Women segment with Erin of Maker Gray. I had a chance to meet Erin in person this year at WorkbenchCon, but I've been following her for quite some time and she has really quite an awesome story and I think you'll enjoy this interview very much. But before we hop into the interview, I want to give a big shout out and thank you to the patrons over on Patreon. So thank you so much, Bonnie, Tool Mom Bonnie with ToolMomStore.com, Laura, Oakley Soap Company, Mary Lou, Made by Mary Lou, Amy, Bison Valley Carving, Dan and Kelly, Reclaim Living Store, Brandy, Studio Obey, Kathy, One Girl and Her Tools, Ellen, Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs. All right, let's hop on into the interview with Erin of Maker Gray. like to start with having my guests introduce themselves so great have at it who are you <laughs> I'm Erin Longfellow um I'm a uh I'm a woodworker maker DIYer down in Austin Texas awesome see you short and concise yeah I love that yeah <laughs> <laughs> good um well before we get into like how you got into all that let's go to your childhood a little bit um did you grow up in Texas. Taking it back. Uh, yes. I, yeah, I'm a native. I'm a native Texan. Um, I grew up in the panhandle of Texas, which is is uh, closer to New Mexico. Okay. Um, the best thing about it was we were just a few hours from skiing, a um, few hours from the mountains. So we did that in the winters, which I loved and I missed that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but after college, I got down to central Texas as fast as I could. Up in, in the panhandle, there's no trees, there's no water. Um, I'm very much someone that loves to be in a surrounding that has more to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin is wonderful in the way of water. We have, we have a lot to offer and it's so hot down here in the summers. It's really, you need to be near it for some kind of relief. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's beautiful and I love outdoors and we, we like to get out and do as much outdoors as we can. And this is a great place for that. So I got down here as fast as I could and gosh, it's so weird. I've been down here now as long as I was in the panhandle and I still sometimes feel like I've barely been here, but I've been here half my life now, which is so weird to say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, I love it here. So uh, my childhood was, was up there and I'm a native Texan and um, I'm still here. I keep threatening to move to the mountains but my wife keeps saying no. So <laughs> until she's on board, I'm staying in Texas. 
All right. Um, well, what'd you go to college for? I went to art school. I went okay. to art school at Texas Tech University. Um, I uh, majored in graphic design and actually never finished. I got to my senior year and I just was like, I need out of here. It's in Lubbock, Texas, like I set up in the panhandle and I just couldn't take it anymore. I thought for a moment I was going to be a singer songwriter and um, Austin is a big area for that. Mm -hmm. So I hooked it on down here with a guitar and um, started waiting tables, which is something I did all through college and it's easy to get a job doing. So I was in the service industry, which I have a lot of respect for. And um, I always, I needed a creative outlet. I mean, singing and, and all of that was wonderful, but it takes a lot to break into that. I'm not sure I had it. I think in another life, I, I still will do that. But um, so I, I, anyway, I could totally see you as like, please tell me it was country. Cause I could totally see you as a country. Western yeah, star. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love, I love country. Yeah. Um, not so much the like mainstream Nashville stuff now, more Texas country, which is kind of more folky. Um, and I, and anyway, I, I have a lot of stuff. I mean, play some James Taylor or some Bonnie Raitt and I'm in heaven. Yeah. Um, but stuff that really uses a lot of instruments, you know, I like to play, I like to sing. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I ended up getting into photography, um, and that kind of became my creative outlet. And I was a professional photographer for years until I found woodworking. So I've always kind of done something creative. So back to your original question, I went to school for art and, um, it was, it was wonderful. I loved it. Um, learned a lot and mm -hmm. kind of continued my art in some fashion ever since. Awesome. My, uh, my niece went to art school there oh, yeah? at the same school yeah at tech really yeah um in lubbock and now she wow. is um i'm probably totally going to mess it up um she's like a manager of an of an artist gallery in new york city so wow yeah <laughs> that is really cool an art success story from texas tech university i love yeah. it that's great what's uh, the world i know <laughs> um so it's basically the love of music brought you to Austin, right? Yeah. And, you know, being from Texas, we got down here often enough and I always loved it. I just felt like this is where I needed to be. And mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, there's a lot more to that story that I won't bore you with and kind of different places I kind of ended up at around the Austin area until I finally landed like smack in the middle of Austin. And I love it. So I've always been in the, I've been in the Austin area for the last 20 years. Okay. So what, I mean, you said, you know, you kind of eventually got into woodworking, uh, photography, then woodworking, but like what got you into woodworking? So um, right when my wife and I got together, she had just bought a house. And so, I mean, right when we got together, so we kind of, you know, you hauled it in there together. <laughs> of course and, you did. Of course, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh we didn't have much furniture at the time. We were both kind of, you know, coming from, you know, single lives. This is quite a few years ago now. And so um, little things started happening when you're a homeowner, you know, the hot water heater goes out and all of a sudden you're responsible to fix it. And so th the hot water heater went out. And so I called my dad and I was like, what, this is what's happening. What do you think it is? And he was like, I think it's the element. It's super easy. You can do it. You can change this. Or you can call a, um, you can call a repairman and pay him, you know, a hundred dollars to do it. And I was like, he was like, or you can go and buy the part for 14 and do it yourself. And I was like, boom, 
hit up YouTube, <laughs> figured out how to do it, watched enough that I felt very comfortable with it and changed out the element and for $14. And, and we were like, wow, that's so cool. And, and funny enough at the time, my wife, Hannah was like, why do people make these tutorials on YouTube? Like, what are they getting out of this? I mean, so many people helped us, you know, learn how to do it. Right. And I was like, I don't know. Why are they wasting? Their, I mean, they're not wasting their time, but why are they spending their time? So anyway, uh, things like that kept happening. And then we needed, um, um, we got a record player and we didn't have anywhere to put it. And I was like, huh. So I started looking at these tutorials that I'd been watching and I saw some people, um, I actually think I found Mike Montgomery of Modern Builds mm. make this. I have a real modern aesthetic and he, and he does too. And he had made this super cool, very easy to make um, modern stand that would be wonderful for a record player. So I actually put a, together a few um, ideas and presented it to my wife and she was like, I like that one. So I made one of them, but um, so I was watching these people on YouTube and that actually led me to find a lot of other people that we now are friends with. Mm -hmm. um, you and I, you and I are now friends with um, all on YouTube. And I was like, wow, all of these people are, you know, I figured out that they're actually making a living doing this. I love photography. I love videography. And I was like, I, I, I hadn't made much before. The, uh, so kind of backtracking, I'm not sure how many years ago I asked for a miter saw for my birthday, which was the first, besides a drill, the first tool I'd ever owned. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, again, we were back to new in the con new, new in our house. It was actually a condo. And uh, I was like, we need some kind of workbench in the garage to set things on. We got a drill. We need something to set it on. <laughs> so I found some, I think it was probably some Anna White plans, you know, and bought some two by fours and some, and some crappy plywood. And I was so proud of myself, like so proud of myself that I made this <laughs> really simple workbench. And I really was like, I can make anything. I can make anything. <laughs> of course I couldn't at the time, but I thought I could. So that's when the, uh, the record player uh, stand kind of came in. Cause I was like, I can make anything. Let me find, find one I can make. And I made it and I was like, wow. So that uh, looking for the record player stand led me to find people on YouTube. And I was like, I love video. I love photo. I love making things. I'm, I'm going to do this. Like mm -hmm. I, right then I decided I'm going to merge out of full-time photography and, and, and start a YouTube channel. And so I did. And it was wow. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It. Yeah. So, I mean, what's it like now to be friends with these people whose YouTube videos you were watching and learning so from? So cool. So cool. <laughs> yeah. So cool. I mean, I, it's, it's surreal. I remember the first, well, I watched all of April's videos long before I knew her. And, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, when I first met her, I thought that I walked into my TV screen. <laughs> because I, I walked into her shop and everything in there I'd seen her make, the shop included, mm -hmm. and then every stand, her miter saw stand, her workbench, everything she made. And I was just like, I watched you make that, I watched you make that. So surreal. And then of course, um, Workbench Con this last year was my first time. So I got to meet you. I got to meet all these people that I hadn't met in person before. And it was just overwhelmingly awesome. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. I mean, I, I've only met them all through WorkbenchCon. That's not totally true. I met um, Anne in April, actually, at Anne's place in Seattle. Oh, yeah? oh wow. Okay. Um, 
way back when I was working, I had made a chair for Dovetail. And so I like flew out to Dovetail, delivered it to them. And like, I had been just DMing with Anne on Instagram for a while. And I kind of took a shot and I was like, Portland and Seattle aren't far apart. It's like a train ride away. Like, can I come up and just, you know, say hi yeah and she was like yeah and stay the night and stuff and because Anne's oh, wow. just like so super nice I yeah. mean when I especially when I think about it now I'm like you totally did not know me I could have totally been a crazy person right <laughs> and, yeah that's you so know? awesome so I went up there and it just happened she's like yeah I wasn't planning on this but April just came up here this weekend and we're building the tiny house and I'm like oh, all right okay. <laughs> so awesome I didn't realize you were there for that yeah so I was well that was somewhat intentional it was uh you know me in the background and unintentional and I was more than okay with that um <laughs> Uh, but it was just fun, you know, to like learn from them because oh, I my don't, favorite part. I don't know anything about construction, you know, I, at I know. all. Same. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. When April does anything construction wise, I'm just glued because mm-hmm. I am very interested in construction. So that's very cool. That's cool. Yeah. That you got to just, I would just love to sit there and watch honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they put me to work holding the camera. That was my job. Part that's of cool. Day. Yeah. <laughs> we should have um, put you in the credits somewhere. <laughs> I think Anne did. I think she oh, yeah. did. Yeah, when she put the tiny okay. house video up, I think very like there was just a few shots that they used of what I took. But um, that's funny. So that was the first time like I had met anybody, you know, really kind of like YouTube famous, yeah, uh, in person. And then um, Workbench Con uh, was the was the next time, and so um, it was. I mean it's still somewhat surreal and there are still definitely people that I stumble over my tongue with, even though I shouldn't, but I do. Um, and, and now I've got, I got my kiddos hooked on, um, or my son, my oldest hooked on Izzy Swan videos. He just, he just thinks Izzy is amazing, which he is. And my wife, my wife is hooked too. So we're always like on Izzy. How funny. That's awesome. (laughs) So we'll like, good one. Yeah. We'll watch it. Um, and I happened to be uh, doing an Instagram live interview with somebody the other day and like Izzy hopped on in the chat, you know, and he was like oh, wow. asking questions. And so I was like, hi, Izzy. And, I, and, and so I told my son afterwards, I was like, Izzy, like paid attention to the interview. And so I'm not cool on my own, but he was like, <laughs> but what? Izzy watch what? what? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that is so cool. That is so cool. So well, I'm sure they love yeah. all the gears and all the things he makes that oh yeah that are just crazy awesome. Yeah. And and my youngest uh my daughter Jessie is in love with uh Jesse Ueda because Jesse Ueda has the same name and is the big Jesse and can do cool things like that. Mom, is so super cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame her at all. <laughs> Jessie's amazing. She is that's very cool. I didn't so, realize your daughter was named Jessie. As soon as you yeah. said that, it made me think of Jesse Ueda. Yeah, exactly. And given name, that's what's the coolest part. It's oh, not, okay. you know, it's not, it's Je- not Jessica. Jessica. Or, yeah. yeah. Both of them have the given name of Jesse. So nice. that's what okay. makes it awesome. Um, but yeah, so how did that all come about? I guess, like, what was the journey to even getting into like, you're at April shop. You're, I mean, like, oh, yeah, you know, that's a great it's story. like, how does that happen? Right. How does that happen? That's a great story. Um, I, so I was watching all these videos, like I said, 
and obviously realized that April was in Texas. And I was like, I just told myself, I'll know her one day because I'm going to do this. Right. We're both in Texas. I'm not somebody that reaches out cold. I just feel like a lot of people that have a lot of followers aren't very responsive to that. And I mm-hmm. understand. I mean, totally get it. So I don't like, even if I saw, um, I don't know, Sandra Bullock, she used to live in Austin. So let's just say I saw her in a restaurant. I'm not the person that's going to walk up and no. be like, yeah. Sorry to bother you. Just wanted to tell you because right. they just want to have dinner, you know, mm-hmm. all of that to say, I knew at some, some point I'd know April, I'd meet her somewhere and, and I would know her. Um, I had decided at this point to start maker gray. I had started maker gray. Of course, as you know, when you first start something, it's very small It takes a mm-hmm. while to get momentum. So I was still doing photography. Um, April put out a post, uh, at this point she had moved down near Austin. She was living in the Dallas Fort Worth area. She had moved down near Austin and, and I knew it just because where she's living now, I actually used to live there. So she would, she would be out at the river and stuff. And I was like, I know exactly where she lives. Kind of creepy, but it's <laughs> true. Um, so she put out an Instagram post saying she needed help and um, she needed all sorts of things. She needed a web person. She needed an assistant. She needed somebody to help with SEO. I think there was a few things. And I was like, boom. I could be her, an assist, her assistant. Everything she was needing help with, I could do. And she, she had outlined some things. So right that moment, I wrote out this long email and sent it to her and was like, I would love to work for you. Here's all the reasons why. This is why you should hire me. I didn't think I'd hear back from her. I knew she'd get a lot of inquiries. I really mm-hmm. thought I can't not try, but I didn't expect anything. Very next morning, um, I woke up, you know, brushing my teeth, kind of wiping the sleep out of my eyes looked at my phone, boom, email from April Wilkerson. And I was just like, shut up. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I went and woke up my wife. I was like, she wrote me back. (laughs) And, and it was so nice. It was a lovely email. And she said I was her top pick. And in my email, I was very transparent. And I said, I have a channel myself. I want to do what you do. Um, but it's going to take me a long time to get there. And in the meantime, Mm -hmm. I want to be in the maker world and I can definitely help you. And, um, so she, her only hesitation, she was like, I always want to, um, build up women and encourage more women to be in this space. Her only hesitation was that she wanted somebody to grow with her and not leave her eventually, Mm -hmm. um, which I totally understand. And I said, you know, I said that I said, I totally understand. Um, I still think you should let me, you know, work for you and give it a try. And when I do have to leave you, I'll leave you in very good hands. You know, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. get you to a very good place and hand you off in a very good place. And she was like, okay, let's do it. And I was like, oh, I can't believe it. And so uh, I think within the week I was out at her place. I'd never met her in person and I was instantly working for her. And she was so nice. You know, you meet some people and you're instantly disappointed, unfortunately, mm-hmm. not with April. She's everything, every, just every bit of the way she is on Instagram or on her videos Um, and probably even better because she's so good to her friends and so nice. Um, she was, she was great. And so that was a little over two years ago now, which is crazy. And, um, now she's a very close friend and yeah, um, I started out part-time and now I'm full-time working for her. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's how that started. And it it was, it was awesome. I, I still can't believe it sometimes. Yeah. Um, and kudos to you for saying, Hey, why not? Why not? Like, you know, why not give me a try? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Go after what you want. That's right. Cause you could have just as easily said, nah, you know, played games in your own head and said, she's not sure. Gonna, 
yeah. take a look at me. So yeah, I got, I got that far. I couldn't let her off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so outside of, you know, I guess being pretty, you know, entrenched kind of in that maker world in that sense now, mm-hmm. um, what about, you know, growing your own channel and growing your own career? Like, because yes. basically that's your, you know, full-time job. And so your stuff's the right. side hustle, right? It's totally the side hustle. It's hard. I'm sure you know, um, especially hard. I, it's, I find it especially hard because I sit in front of my computer all day. So everything that I do for April, I love the, the computer side of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm sitting, you know, right here at this desk all day, it's hard for me to then at five o'clock want to do it for four more hours working on my stuff. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just put out a video and part of the reason it was, well, actually the reason it took me so long to put it out is because it was the editing, which I love. I really love editing, but I was just so tired of sitting at my desk. Um, so it took, it took some pushing for me to do that, but, but yeah, it's my side hustle. It's my, it's my evening and um, weekend gig and I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, it's, it's a little easier when I can leave my desk and go out to the workshop and then right. be standing for a while and be building and all that. Um, but I love it. I'm one of those weird people that I really, I like all aspects of it. I like the building. I like the filming. I like the photography. I like the editing. Um, I like all the other stuff that comes along with it. Like you got to do the blog post, um, mm-hmm. social media, you know, Pinterest, all that stuff. Um, so uh, yeah, I just need two of me. I just need two of me. So second me can sit over there and work on Maker Gray. (laughs) (laughs) I I totally understand that. Like I'm with you. I actually do. There's, there's definitely a part of me that enjoys the editing and piecing things like the story together and all of that. Um, However, it's like, I'm like you too. It's like, if I've spent if I've had a day, especially if I've had more than a day of like in front of the computer for so much time, right? it's like, what would I rather do? Would I rather be like at the workbench actually physically working on something or right. would I rather be editing and just for my own like mental health and well-being, the physical making has to take sure. priority. Sure. Good um, for you for recognizing that. And so it's like, unfortunately, that means my channel grows at like half of a snail's pace, probably even same. a quarter of a snail's pace. Same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I have, gosh, I've had a channel for over three years going on four years and I have 2000 followers and it's like, but I earned every last one of those. You absolutely did. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I don't, yeah, you're definitely somebody out there that's doing the work Mm -hmm. and I, I totally get it though. Um, I, I, if I had if I dedicated more time, I could Mm -hmm. grow a lot faster and I, um, I've kind of felt more of a push to do that recently. So Mm -hmm. hopefully I'll be putting out more stuff more often mm-hmm. um, soon. But, um, but yeah, I totally understand that. You, you've earned every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so I've, and I've also taken the, the chance when I've had the funds available um, 
my new brother-in-law is going to film school. And so cool. like, I've, you know, sometimes been like, okay, here's my 20 hours of footage for this project. Nice. I'll put it down to like eight minutes. Oh, <laughs> no. wow. That's the worst part. <laughs> no. Um, and, and, you know, we'll do that. But of course, like, I don't, I pay him for his work. So sure. yeah. um, it's one of those, like, I have to have the funds available to make that happen. Right? Um, yeah. And when I don't, then it's back on me. And that's when, you know, it's like I had hit a stride there for a while pre-COVID because my job job was doing so good that it was like once a month, at least I was putting something out, which was right. good for me, you know, because he yes. was helping. he was doing all the editing. And then I just had to do the voiceover and, and that kind of right. put it up. Oh yeah. Um, That's the dream. That's the dream. I know. <laughs> I know. And it was great. But then it's like COVID hit and job job came down to, you know, big goose egg sure. of income. And so it's like, right. well, now I have time to some time to make, but it's, sure. <laughs> but now I have to edit and that's now what makes it edit, taste yeah. forever. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I totally understand that. If somebody can see, I mean, I really do enjoy the editing, but if somebody could do that, just hand it to me kind of ready to really edit, you know, yeah. I think things would move a little faster on my end, but <laughs> oh, well, I have to pay the, pay the dues. All right, I'm super excited for this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is Tool Mom Bonnie or Tool Mom and Company. So Tool Mom and Company is for all ages, genders. Uh, they have what you need for your one-stop tool-related merchandise of gifts or clothing or both. Um, her products are fun, fashionable, one-of-a-kind. And you can check her out at www.toolmomstore.com or find her on Instagram under toolmombonnie and Bonnie is B-O-N-N-I-E. Uh, you can receive an extra 20% off at checkout by using the coupon code MAKERMOM. So I have two of her mugs. I have one that says, I believe, what is it? Oh my gosh. Um, <clears throat> One is like the definition of a tool woman and the other one is just like a circular saw with flames coming off of it and I believe it says uh, Go Girl on it and they're super fun mugs. I, w I love drinking coffee out of them in the morning. If it's not out of my Wonder Woman mug, it is out of one of those two mugs. So you definitely should at least check out the mugs if nothing else. And remember, extra 20% off at checkout by using the code MAKERMOM. All right. Thank you, Tool Mom Bonnie. And let's get back to the episode. That's right. Um, when you're making stuff, I mean, is it your dream to, to basically make the content creation the career? Um, and so the making is just like the vehicle to get you to the content creation? Well, so the content creation, you mean like I mean, it, the making, I'm making content around my making, right? right. Is that, right. does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the goal is just to um, make and make content around that to share full time. Absolutely. Okay. Do you think you'll stick within like woodworking predominantly, or do you think you'll venture into other things like welding and stuff like that? Absolutely. We'll, we'll venture into welding. I love welding. Um, I had a taste of it. One of my earlier 
their projects. I made this awesome mirror. I saw this mirror at a restaurant and I really wanted it. Turns out I know the guy that built it and he was like, come to my shop. We can build a couple together. And I mean, it's just like, I just walked into this amazing opportunity. So he taught me how to weld my very first weld. I captured it all, made a video out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then April has been so awesome. It's more rare these days that she has any time to play, but, but we've had a few Sundays together where she's like, Hey, you just want to come play? And I'm like, yes, let's weld, you know? Mm -hmm. And she's so cool about that. So um, I definitely will get into welding. I don't own a welder, but I, I want to, it's on my, my short list for sure. Um, Woodworking, welding. um, I'll probably stay within kind of those basic things. I'm extremely interested in home renovation. Um, So with the, the house that, that my wife bought when we first got together, we sold it last year and I renovated the entire thing top to bottom. And it was so fun. And that was before I was uh, really filming anything. So mm-hmm. I had kind of imposter syndrome where I felt very comfortable doing it, but I didn't feel comfortable sharing my process, mm-hmm. meaning like, who am I to tell people how to tile, you know, but I really wish I would have done it. I think they would have done really well. I didn't need to have a tile tutorial. I just needed to show people what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really regret that. It was, it was an amazing renovation. It was super fun. And so we're now um, looking very actively for our next house to buy. So I, and we want a renovation. Mm-hmm. We want something we can renovate so I can um, not only, so it's, so it, it um, not only, so it becomes a house that we really love, but also so I can create some content around it. So uh, house stuff, woodworking, metalworking. I think those are my, my, my main interests. I could be forgetting something very easily, but, but yeah. <laughs> so not just woodworking to answer your mm-hmm. question. Okay. What do you feel like, I mean, you, again, you have, uh, you know, this opportunity to know, this group of people who make and then make content around what they make. So how do you look at things to differentiate yourself in that space? I I feel like I am so different than the people I personally know, um, or most of them. Um, I'm very different than April. Like very, I, there's very, you know, there's some similarities. We're both women. We're, there's, I'm very in uh, construction. That's one thing I'm really mm-hmm. interested in that she does. Um, she makes some really cool stuff out of metal and wood, but I, um, my stuff is a little more modern probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I like minimal, um, modern aesthetic. I really am interested in keeping my builds approachable, um, for, for the weekender, you know, or anybody mm-hmm. that wants, um, one of my most popular projects is just a very simple bed frame that I needed a bed for our guest or I needed a, like a bed platform or bed frame for our guest room. We literally had a mattress on the floor in there. And I was like, we have, it was actually our friend Alma Pink Soul Studios. She and her family were coming to visit. I was like, I cannot put these people on a mattress on the floor. So, uh, so I whipped out a, a bed and, and made a video and made some plans and People love that because people, especially during quarantine, people are like, okay, you know, uh, several people have told me, reached out and told me that they made them for their kids, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, things like that, where they, they want, I mean, you can make it for a hundred dollars and it looks great, you know? So I want to keep my builds approachable. People, my friends, a lot of my woodworking friends are like, you know, it would look really good on that joint, a domino. And I'm like, yeah, but 
my viewers don't have a domino, you know, like right. I would love to own one. Um, but I, I also, I love Ryobi tools. I mean, they're, they're obviously affordable. I think they work great. Are they festival? No, but, and I mean, I, festival's awesome. And I respect the, the hell out of that, but you just got to go visit Alma up in Chicago. <laughs> I, I just need to go visit Alma. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's so sweet. She's always like, girl, you can borrow my domino. Yeah. I, I just, I want to keep things um, approachable for, for people. I really want people to feel like I did when I first started. I want them to feel mm. like, Hey, I can do this. And it's so cool to do it. And you don't need that many tools. Um, so unless something really changes. So to answer your question, the way I'm going to, I think, differentiate myself is that way. Let's do that. Is that way? Okay. You're going to keep yourself busy there? Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. What do you feel about, you know, of all these, especially of the big, like, kind of YouTube maker, content creators, um, there's still not a ton of women. Right. Oh, yeah. There's a very yeah. small handful. Um, so what do you like, how do you feel about, I guess, breaking into that space in that way? I feel great about it. I love it. I love, I don't know. It's kind of, it feels kind of empowering. Mm -hmm. I love being a woman. I mean, I don't love being a woman in a space that's pri pri primarily male, but I also love the thought of like, what's up boys? I'm here too. You know, let's, right. let's do this. And the cool ones, I think most of them are awesome about it. You know, um, it's, it's not great, um, you know, always, but, but it's, I don't know, it's exciting to kind of break that barrier. Yeah. Yeah. What about being part of the LGBTQ community and being in this space? I think that is, adds another layer of making it a little difficult especially being kind of in a space where there's a lot of, I would say, I mean, very delicately say there's probably a lot of people that don't quite um, understand or not quite as broad thinking. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know how to say that um, PC right now. <laughs> but, uh, you can always say it not PC. And if you decide I will bleep it out. I do. I do have some editing skills. So. <laughs> nice. 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 Yeah. Well, in that case, uh, but no, um, no, I, I, it makes it a little more difficult, but it's also awesome. I mean, you know, you can think of it on both sides, just like being a woman, you know, um, it's difficult, you know, it can be difficult, but it can also be awesome. It just, um, you know, there's, there's less women and there's probably less lesbians, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, it, it can be hard. You get the comments and all of that, but, um, I'm trying to see the, uh, glass half full side of it and be like, yeah, you know, I am who I am. And, um, Do I think, do you feel like you have had to step around who you are or hide who you are at all? No, I don't think so. I've always found that the more okay with it I am, the more okay with it other people are. Excuse me. And if there's other people, if people around me aren't okay, then I don't want them really around me. If they don't want to follow me because of that, then I'm fine with that, you know? 
um, you, I see a lot of success with the great Laura Camp. Like she's amazing. She doesn't hide who she is. I actually had a conversation with her about it and she was talking about, you know, showing more of herself. This is, this is a, while, a little while ago mm-hmm. and I think she's done it beautifully. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I found that in just in my life in general, that the more okay with it I am, the more okay with it other people are. Of course, most people I'm around are awesome, you know, but right. Right. You get some people that don't know how to handle things, but <laughs> I'm sure you yeah. understand. Yes, I understand all of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would say, like, obviously, and I think you'll understand this, like, each each person has that choice of, like, how they want to handle that, right? Sure. Um, I think there's members in our community who have intent, not intentionally, but like just been much more to the chest with their personal life. um, Yeah. Because because of fear of how others, you know, might see them. Um, And that's obviously totally fine. And I understand everything about that. Um, I also feel though that it's kind of like, what was it? Was it the 90s or the 80s when it was like, you know, the kind of come out, come out wherever you are type type of um, mantra throughout the community? And I think that's still very much important if you feel safe to do that because we need to have as much representation as possible. Absolutely. Yeah, I I agree with you on all of that. Um, I think even for people that aren't part of the LGBTQ community that just want to have a little more of a personal, personal life, you know, however you are, if, you know, be that way, that's totally cool. Some people want to keep their families private just to protect them. All of that I agree with. I also think it's really cool if you do do feel comfortable um, being yourself, especially in the LGBTQ community, to show other people, you know, that it's okay. As far as like maybe younger people that are in the same situation that, that want to feel like they can be themselves as well. Um, so yeah, be, to be an example. I agree. You know, being able to just bring your whole self to the table, um, is a big thing. And been having conversations lately around like seeing more diversity in the space and intentionally, um, seeking it out. Um, so like, you know, especially like people of color, it's like, yes. I, I know people of color make things. Exactly. So, like, yeah. Like we're, we need to find out and seek that representation and let Absolutely. Them, their voices be heard. Yes. Know? Yeah. And that's just, and see, that's just another, another um, group of people that also are not mainstream in this community, you know, and let's, let's boost them up, you know? So that's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so I also want to talk about like what kind of, besides the house renovation that you're kind of like on the hunt for, um, (laughs) what kind of, of, um, like furniture projects do you have kind of like on that dream list that you want to get to? Oh man. I, I, gosh, I want to build a little bit of everything. And like you said, I want to go big. Like I would love to, you know, do home additions or even build a home someday. Um, I, I really kind of have a daydream of more and more as we change houses, 
maybe someday end up with a little bit of property. I really have a dream of like building some kind of small house in the backyard, you know, like a mother-in-law place or a guest, you know, thing, a guest space. I would love that. So it would be construction on a small level and kind of start there. Um, as far as furniture, I, everything, I want to build everything. I mean, I have so many things on my list just right now that I don't even know where to start. I mean, like I need to build a king size bed. Um, I don't, it's so much stuff. There's a house that we're in right now. When we sold last year, we rented a house for a year just so we could figure out where we wanted to buy next. Cause we weren't sure. We weren't sure if we wanted to move just outside of the city a little bit and get a little more space or we wanted to stay right in the middle of the city. Um, so we rented this house and we fell in love with it. And now we're trying to convince the landlord to sell to us, um, which he is open to. So we're in this negotiation area. Um, but the house needs a lot of work and it needs a new fence. So that's something that I'm like, I would love to build just a really cool, um, really cool fence. And the one that's back there right now is very basic and it's falling over. And, and I, you know, would love to see something a lot cooler. So that's one of the things on my dream list and it's just a fence, but I would love it, you know? So I don't know. I really like home. Um, I, I love, you know, like home magazines and Pinterest and all that stuff, drooling over things and, and daydreaming and all of that about future home stuff. And so anything that's on, you know, within that realm gets me very excited. Awesome. Um, do you see yourself doing um, ever going down the path of like a Chris Salamone, you know, and uh, like, selling your designs as you know a line of furniture or anything like that oh man his stuff is so next level awesome um i've been following what he's been doing you know his plans are ridiculously cool you know he puts so much work into that um i listened to the podcast that he's on and have been hearing him for weeks talk about you know filming all of the videos that went along with it and making all creating all the pages i just made some plans for these outdoor chairs I made and that took me long enough and those are no salimony plants. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't really see myself doing that. Um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, things change every year. So who knows? As of right now, my focus is just to kind of keep things more approachable, you know, so people, a lot of people feel like they can do it. Um, Chris's stuff, man, is so amazing and cool. And even I'm like, whoo, I don't know if I can, if I can build that just because, I mean, it's like fine stuff, you know, I don't know if I have those skills yet, but, um, but yeah, probably not, probably not. But again, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Um, and do you still see yourself? I mean, you're with April full time now, mm -hmm. but you know, I, I saw Elma gave you a shout out about helping her with her, uh, some photography tips do you foresee oh yeah uh, keeping that as a as a passion that you keep alive as well my, my photography mm -hmm. absolutely I'm always gonna love it I love photography I love telling a story with photos which was kind of my past you know and I still love that um and I'm that's one of the things like I said that I loved about creating this new career for myself is because it, it does heavily involve photography so I get to use all of my same skills, you know, just for myself. Shooting in the past was always for other people, um, families, weddings, products. Um, I did some work for some magazines. Now I'm shooting for myself for my own business and that's very cool. But yeah, definitely the photography will stay alive and I love 
Um, Alma will send me some photos sometimes and ask for some help with some edits or just some direction, which I'm so happy to help her with. I mean, she already does a really great job on her own. Um, she really doesn't need much help, but, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cool. It's cool to have a little skill there. Yeah. So I have one, probably like one last question, uh, before I have you like shout yourself out. Jesse, stop picking your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Not on camera. On camera. Um, Busted. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and that is, so when you're like, this is it, this is what I'm going to go do. I'm going to, you know, do this whole YouTube thing, make this channel, all this stuff. Like, what was your wife's reaction to that? She's so freaking awesome. She was like, yeah, babe, do it. That is cool. Why not? Because, I mean, it, was, it wasn't like I was going to just quit my job right then and do it. So she, you know, she felt very secure with it. Um, she was awesome. I mean, she knew that I had the drive and the passion and the skills to do it. And I'd built a few things at that point. And obviously I'd already, you know, I already knew photo and video and she saw me so excited. It's funny. Uh, she, she still works in the um, service industry and hospitality industry. So, so often we'll be working on the weekends. So like there was this one Saturday night and somebody was like, well, what's Aaron doing? You know, she out, you know, having a drink with friends or something. And she was like, no, I can guarantee you she's on the couch watching maker YouTube videos. And I was, I was totally, I mean, just binging, you know, um, she's, she gets it. She's all, she's so amazingly awesome in general. And now she's really reaping the benefits of it, you know, because I'm making things that we need and want probably not as fast as she was like, but yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, she's, she's so amazing. I could go on and on about her and, and, and if I wanted to quit this tomorrow and hop onto another thing, then she would be supportive of that too. So I'm really lucky. Awesome. Um, I, one thing I forgot to ask about was, um, are you already then being able to be at the stage of like working with like brands, um, That's, or brand sponsorship and stuff like that? That is definitely starting to happen. Um, yeah, it's definitely starting to happen. And it's really cool to see. And, and thank goodness, because of all my experience with April, I'm pretty versed in that now. Mm -hmm. But uh, I still, um, I mean, I'm, the, yeah, the more I grow, the better it's happening. But yeah, it's, it's definitely starting. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. Every little bit of income is awesome. And that's one thing I've really, really learned. A lot of amazing things I've learned from April, but that's one of the things is diversifying income and how to do it. So I'm really excited to see that little stream start to pick up finally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Aaron. Well, you have stuck with me through uh, interruptions and uh, totally get it. Anytime, <laughs> girl. Anytime. And, and nose picking caught on a camera. <laughs> All kinds. I'm like, hmm, how am I going to edit that part? Out? Right. Yeah. <laughs> a little black box. Just <laughs> glitched. Just a little glitch on the screen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but in case people aren't following along with you uh, currently, like how can they find you on all of the interwebs? On all the socials and everything, I'm at Maker Grade, M-A-K-E-R-G-R-A-Y. Um, I think, yeah, on, on every single thing. So you can find me there. I'm probably the most active on Instagram, putting more and more stuff out on YouTube, but I'm always around on Instagram. Awesome. That's, that's how you can find me. How'd you come up with the name? Oh my gosh. I spent, I I'm an overthinker and I spent way too much time thinking about that. 
uh, a lot of, I, I wanted, I wanted something that really kind of represented, you know, wasn't, I wanted it to be maker because I didn't want to pin myself into woodworking. Um, maker describes what I do. I like to make things, you know, I, what I, I would, I didn't, like I said, I didn't want it to be metalworking or woodworking. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be able, I, I kind of dabbled with some kind of modern thing, but I didn't want to, you know, like uh, modern builds. Mike Montgomery has a great name because he, again, he's not pinpointing himself and, and mm -hmm. he does make modern stuff. Um, I had quite a few names on the short list. I had my wife help me narrow it down. She's pretty good at that stuff. Um, gray is one of my favorite colors. I absolutely love the color gray. Um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, I think a lot of modern design involves a lot of the color gray. I like a lot of gray, blacks, browns, whites. But one of the, kind of the lesser known answers that people know is my, I have a tattoo on my arm uh, of a dog. Mm -hmm. um, she was my soulmate, um, 15 year old Weimaraner. I had her her whole life and, and, and I lost her a few years ago. She passed away. Um, so I have this memorial of her on my arm. She was a wine runner. So she was a gray dog and I kind of made it kind of a tribute to her. So gotcha. make her gray. Yeah. Awesome. I love that story. Thank you. Yeah. And thanks so much for hopping on with me. I oh my gosh, so Katie. appreciate it. <laughs> my pleasure. I really enjoyed visiting with you. Awesome. All right, so again, that was Erin of Maker Gray. I will include the links on how you can follow along with her in the show notes for the podcast over on freemanfurnishings.com forward slash podcast. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the description down below and catch all of those links on how you can follow along with Erin. All right, if you are a fan of the podcast and want to help it out, then please make sure whatever you are listening or watching this podcast on that you hit that subscribe button. Also, if you can head over to iTunes, leave a five-star review, or leave a comment down below on YouTube. All of that helps algorithms out and helps people find the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Or you can join the tribe over on Patreon. Um, there's several different tier levels now. I have a one, three, and five dollar tier level. Each of those come with different levels of merchandise. Plus you join the tribe and get access to any additional material that's put up there, which hopefully um, coming soon will be a live interview that will only be available to patrons. Um, there's also a new $30 tier level, which makes you an official sponsor of the podcast. Um, there's limited spots at that one. So if that's something you're interested in, please uh, check that out and hop on that as soon as possible. Um, and then if you just want to rock a Maker Mom podcast t-shirt, you can go to freemanfurnishings.com forward slash store and uh, find the Maker Mom podcast tee there with currently the Mom Squad is listed on the back, which is the first 65 episodes of the podcast, all the moms that we've had on. All right. Um, well, it is Wednesday. It is hump day. Ooh, ooh. All right. Um, have a fantastic rest of your week. I hope you're really getting to get in the shop and make something. All right. I will see you next week. <laughs>